0: Be a lamb and listen in. We've got a lot to say. And a I'm bat a like a barbie. barbie I'm a doll, but I still in want to party. Being fat and I'm ready to bet. I'm a ten, so I'm pulling a kid. It's
1: fantastic. <laughs> didn't give it away welcome to the barbie episode <laughs> we didn't do our typical intro like normal but we thought that was better I hope so. you enjoyed our rap singing <laughs> combo <laughs> we really practiced we're going on tour for all of three seconds <laughs> <laughs> all right today we're talking about the barbie movie but first you know what i have to talk about yeah my question of the week
0: oh i love the questions yes
1: it was very hard for me. So, if you don't know, we're friends with Tim and Lewis on the Almost Everything podcast, and every week I will have a question to ask Maddie. But today I had I had to choose from fifty-seven questions. Fifty-seven. Um, yes. This past episode was all about Tim. I don't know why. For their fifty-seventh episode, and yes, 57, 57 episodes they have 57 questions they have 57 questions that's really cool yes so the one that i wanted to ask you was what was your favorite toy growing this, up this out child? of all 57 yes. questions this is the one you picked i didn't make it through all 57 so fuck <laughs> off my favorite toy well as that's a child it's good related to the barbie toy yes um, it is, i didn't even think about that you i'm did a it? fucking genius <laughs> wow you it's like you have narcolepsy or something
0: i know <laughs> <laughs> my favorite toy uh shit you answer first well i think oh this is very hard Hmm. Uh, there's between
1: two okay i had these baby dolls i don't know if you remember them but they were called shoo, shoo babies no okay it was a brand of baby doll or like I don't know if it was a brand, but it was like a type of baby doll called the Shushu Baby. I had a white one and a black one, and I cherished those babies. <laughs> I love that for you. I love those baby dolls. I don't know where they ended up. They're probably in Goodwill somewhere.
0: Oh but... my god, I have three answers for you. Just sparked my memory. Okay, hold on. Okay. And then my
1: second one was a tiny little beanie baby animal that I had. His name oh. was Cappy. Oh my god. Because he had a, a baseball cap on, so I named it Cappy. That's such a cute name. Um and I lost him and when I was like fourteen maybe and I'm still not over it. Oh my god, he was like that stuffed animal for me. That's like really the one sad. I would sleep
0: with and yeah, it traumatizes you as a yes, kid. yes. I'm very upset about it to this day. I understand. I don't know where he is. I, I think about this too. I was I have a similar story. So I have three. One American Girl dolls were up there for me. I was obsessed with American I had Girl nine. dolls had a lot of them too i remember that's the first thing i ever spent my money on i saved up a hundred dollars actually I saved up 99 dollars because it cost 99 dollars, and i paid for it Did you know you my parents it? just didn't include tax for me because i was like nine yeah but <laughs> yeah i bought that and i really liked that i like collected a lot i ordered all of them or i asked for all of them for christmas and stuff but another one hot wheels was up there i don't think it qualifies as top three but i really liked them interesting choice I know. Very I contrasted. Would not, I would
1: not get a Hot Wheels from you.
0: I really liked like, it. Like knowing your personality. The only reason I liked mm-hmm. them is because they, you could like send them off those slides and they would go. Yes. Phew. I love that loved shit. That.
1: Loved I still love that. Dropping
0: things off of high places, you yeah. know, like all of that that's I love. That's because you're a psychopath. Yeah, that's right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see mass destruction. <laughs> Hot Wheels. <laughs> <laughs> then my other one, I had this giant toy like di- giant girl doll thing she was made of plastic and stop you know what i'm talking about her name was like fucking sally or something i had one of these wait did you have the ballet one i don't think so okay she was in a, a normal blue, one she was in a blue dress i think mine had a pink dress she was like life-size quote-unquote whatever to like you know whatever f- four-year-old i yeah. was about four are at that age and so i had her and i was obsessed with her My parents thought she was creepy. All of a sudden, one day, Sally just disappeared. Sally, no! They told me when I was older that they threw her away. I was so mad. Sally went to live on a farm. (laughs) Literally. Literally. And then I had this other thing. You know those tiny little toys that you would have? Oh my God, I just thought of another Why one. Why did you just make this motion? You know, like,
1: <laughs> she just made a circle with her fingers and shoved her finger through it. I had a traumatic goes, You know that small
0: little toy? I had a traumatic childhood. <laughs> you know a little choice but they would come in eggs and they were little dinosaurs oh my god yes i so had one of those i had one and i was at lunch in the cafeteria one day and this is my like thought i think i left it on my tray and i threw it away but i'm telling you the terrors i had go- trying to sleep at night knowing that i had thrown away my little dinosaur that's, i still think about it that's traumatic i've dug i remember i dug through my room like every day oh for a month that's what i did with cappy so sad i think i might have left him at a hotel that's so sad I know. <laughs> Childhood toys are important. I know. I still miss that dog. People should pay attention to if there's a missing toy. Oh, hi Barry. Barry. And then another one, those little things that I would get them at AC more but they're tiny fuzzy bears. They're hard plastic. <gasps> I know exactly. Do you what know you're what talking I'm talking about? about? Yes. And they were different colors, and they some Wait, of them had the bow ties. The sitting up ones are they sitting up? The sitting up.
1: I had a bunch of those. I collected those shits. I loved they them. They still sell those. I think. I think I want them. You should get them. I think I want more. Well, I, I don't think they're that expensive unless they don't make them anymore, and maybe they're probably collectors. I items. require them. The other thing was I had Mary-Kate and Ashley Barbie dolls. Oh, my God. I remember when they came out with those. Those were so cool to me. It's something you may not know about me. You probably know this about me, but the, the people who are um listening probably don't know this about me i was a huge mary kate and ashley fan like die hard no they way were my favorite i had every movie i had all of their passport to paris i also had the mystery twins or whatever the fuck they called them all those movies <laughs> on vhs tape i would watch them over and over and over again <gasps> and my dad donated them no he didn't i have one left why did he
0: donate them but did he donate them after you were out of the house
1: No, I think I was in high school or something,
0: and I think he went through
1: all of them and then just, like, was like, eh, she probably doesn't want these anymore, and donated them. Damn, I bet you're so mad. I'm so upset. That was my childhood. (laughs) I fucking love the Olsen twins. I still love them. I know they're psychos now, but, like... It's a childhood love. I had their underwear line. It was quite nice. I had a lot of their clothes. Yeah, it was nice. (laughs) Man. They they shaped me into the woman that I am today.
0: But pretty. I right, pretty blonde twins. Yeah. Everything that a brunette young girl wants to be. Yeah. But
1: they did tell off people a lot in their movies and I'm kind of into it. That's where you get that from. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. It's a good quality. <laughs> if you guys want to know more of the questions that they asked on the Almost Everything podcast, head over to wherever you stream your podcasts and look up Almost Everything. They have over 50 episodes. Binge listen. Tell them Rachel and Maddie sent you. We love them. Anyway, what are we doing
0: today? You are starting with history, a little bit of history. And we're gonna you're gonna dive into like some of the feminist attributes of the movie, kind mm-hmm. of unpacking it. I'm gonna talk about Margot Robbie and her influence in the movie, because I didn't realize that she was a producer until like right before I saw it. And she wasn't planning on acting in it, but I'll get to that, all of that later, because yeah. I had a deep dive on that. Sweet.
1: Um, Just a disclaimer, if you haven't seen the movie, yeah. I am going to be spoiling things, so you may just want to, like, True. not listen to this. So. Thank you. Yes, I will be, too. Yeah, okay, so spoiler alert. We're talking about the Barbie movie. Okay, so the first little bit that I have is from NPR.org. Interesting. A qualified source. It is very qualified. I did well this time. <laughs> the next source, not so much, but is it Reddit? we'll get there. No, it's not actually. Wow, this is not a Reddit episode. It is not, which is heartbreaking. I know. I can't believe it. Reddit, if you're interested in sponsoring, we're very influential. <laughs> we are, because we have so many listeners. <laughs> okay. Barbie, the doll itself, has been the center of the feminist debate. Since its debut in 1959. Really? Barbie the doll? The doll. Wow. Mm -hmm. Ruth Handler, co-founder of Mattel and created the doll, Uh, which has held over 200 jobs from astronaut to executive to president to show girls like her own daughter that they could be anything. But she doesn't describe herself as a feminist. What? Which is interesting. That's weird. Yeah. But that is something that I really like about Barbie is that even from the 1959 when, you know, women were more like, you know, kitchen, you know, how old they, it was back then. Yep. It was nice to see that, you know, wow, I can be whatever I want because Barbie can be a doctor. I can be a doctor. Oh, Barbie's president. I can go be president. Like that was a good Message to send to girls. I'm surprised that it came out at that
0: time. Honestly,
1: yeah. Um, Barbie has faced plenty of backlash over the years. Much of it has focused on the doll's unrealistic body image. Researchers have found that if Barbie were a real person, she would have to walk on all fours because her proportions would not be correct. <laughs> <Can you imagine? laughs> Just like that's literally <laughs> in my nightmares. Terrifying. She'd be a skinwalker. She'd be terrifying to watch. <laughs> Studies have. This is sad. Studies have linked playing with the ultra-thin dolls to negative body image and increased risk of eating disorders in children. Oh no, which is really sad. I really hate that. So good message, bad style, bad delivery, bad delivery, bad style. You <sighs> could have done better, better Mattel.
0: You know what? At the time, they did a good job for what they were trying to do, and I get it. It just didn't age well. It didn't age. Yeah. But
1: neither did Bratz, so you know what? I loved Bratz. Oh, me too. You could take the feet off. God. I love how that's what I remember.
0: It's the tactile (laughs) stuff. So
1: now I'm going a little bit more into the movie. So the movie takes place largely in Barbie Land, a candy-colored woman-centered utopia where Barbies hold the positions of power. All jobs really except for quote unquote beach. Whatever the fuck that is. But
0: for you. Wow. Thank I you. love that they have undefined beach. That's a real thing. Ken was just beach. Beach. <laughs> Ken, Ken was beach. Also, side note, sidebar,
1: <laughs> sidebar. Ryan Gosling, amazing. He did amazing he
0: blew it out of the
1: water he really did he was
0: really the perfect cast for that he really was Mm -hmm. i love ryan gosling yeah his personality i don't i don't know what he's like really in real life but he seems like just a very moldable actor like he can kind of do anything he really can it's awesome
1: seen him in everything yeah barbies hold the positions of power and ken's are pretty much just an accessory well which is what men should know i will get (laughs) i will touch on that so stay tuned okay cool 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 Barbie Land is painted in a stark contrast to, quote-unquote, real world. So, the film has stoked strong emotions, both from fans who feel seen by its takedown of the patriarchy and critics who have slammed it as an overly woke movie. I love that. (laughs) Including conservative commenter
0: you're gonna love this ben shapiro of course i've already seen his take on it it's really fucking fire
1: to two dolls in a widely panned protest are you serious
0: bro needs to be admitted to a mental institution that is stupid they're dolls and it's a family movie. Like, what are you doing? Also, burning plastic is really bad for the envi- environment, it, uh, yes, Ben Shapiro. So, thanks but a lot. But he's
1: a conservative. Thanks so a here lot we are. for global warming,
0: Ben. <laughs> global climate change. You wouldn't know because Barbies do all that work. So, right. all you do is run your mouth. Uh huh. <laughs> anyway
1: like all men you don't even have a house ken so <laughs> let's go hey do not insult ken like that <laughs> that's true we gotta love ken he's a he's a glow up except you end. know who my favorite character was Who? fuck what was his name oh my god alan <laughs> michael sarah's character i'm so sorry
0: alan alan's the best character the best character <laughs> I love Alan's character. He was great. He was so funny. And then all of a sudden he just takes out like 12 men. <laughs> <laughs> Who knew Alan could do that?
1: I loved it. Who but we like, underestimated Alan. Why is everyone Ken and then there's just Alan? <laughs> Ken needed a friend. Because he couldn't hang out with Barbie all the time. Also perfect cast for that oh my
0: perfect god cast for i was unsure at first but then i was like no this is perfect do not underestimate my man i love him in that role
1: <laughs> so the rest of my information i got from parents.com parents parents okay i don't know what do the parents have to say well it's not the parents it's whoever wrote the fucking article <laughs> the parents unite let's <laughs> hear them it's all parents <laughs> let's hear the parents <laughs> So the first scene in the movie, the Space Odyssey style scene, brings up a good point about the Barbie history. And this, I I am going to mention the history. This is another thing that's interesting that I also like about Barbie. For centuries, little girls had dolls, baby dolls specifically. And therefore, the type of pretend play they could engage in with their dolls was limited to imagining themselves as mothers.
0: Not all little girls want to be moms. Interesting. I thought about that too as I was watching that and I was like, you know what? I didn't even think about that. Yeah, I know. But in 1959,
1: Barbie busted on the scene, and poof, everything changed. They're really dramatic over on uh, Parents I think that's actually the dialogue from the movie. Oh, sorry, not written by me. None of this is written it by me. It Sounds actually.
0: just like what I was listening to in the theater. But yeah, I don't know if that's. Exactly. I know they did talk about talk about it. They had the narrator, yeah. like yeah. Helen Mirren. We love her. <laughs> Thank you, Helen. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, but I thought that was a great point because like not every girl is gonna want to be a mom and play with babies. Yeah, Some like bitches I- want to go <clears throat> fuck other bitches, and, I- <laughs> <laughs> and that's what Barbies yeah. for. <laughs> <laughs> they want to have pretend married and and you know like. <laughs> pretend gay sex, I can't wait to tell you that's Alan's job. I can't wait to tell you about my history with that, <laughs> but like you know pretend pretend astronaut, pretend president, like
0: yeah, I, don't know. I think it was a good intention. it just wasn't executed well, that's like all all things that are doing things for the first time, you know, they're not perfect, it's not gonna be perfect. it's gonna have a lot of flaws, and like yeah, it's probably d- like contributed to a lot of anti-feminist ideologies and all that kind of thing, but I think it meant well yeah
1: i mm-hmm. do too i don't think it was like this thing where it was like oh well i want kids to have eating disorders so i'm gonna make this bitch super <laughs> right i with, can't like, wait giant titties <laughs> yeah it's <laughs>
0: like that was obviously not the intention yeah it was like more geared towards like hey here's your future self or like a future version of women that's not a mother only yes like, even though they had the pregnant character the pregnant barbie <laughs> she didn't she had discontinued <laughs> yeah with poor the
1: dog the shit poor pregnant barbie Dude. I had that dog. And it was a choking hazard. It was. That's why they discontinued it. But we talked about it in college. And it was so funny because I was like, I had that dog. (laughs) And then it was just like a full circle moment for me because then in the movie, they showed the dog, the pooping dog. Full circle. It was, it was just, it was really nostalgic. (laughs) I enjoyed that part. (laughs) Okay, so the film adaptation of Barbie Land is exactly what you'd expect. It's extremely pink, bright, full of dream houses, pink convertibles, and plastic beaches where the dolls can gather to soak up the sun and wave hello to their mermaid counterparts. (laughs) Sorry, that needed a a little something. I loved that. Thank you. Within minutes, you notice that Barbie Land has a pink capital where President Barbie runs the government, and the land supreme court is all female, and their version of Mount Rushmore is entirely made of Barbies. So it isn't until Robbie's Barbie has to enter the quote-unquote real world that she learns about the patriarchy, a word that pops up a lot in the script. Drinking game. Watch it. Drink every time they talk about
0: patriarchy. (laughs) That's the—because we try to drink— Every time they Barbie took a sip of fake water and didn't drink any liquid. But it was twice. It was only in the beginning of the movie. Every time they say the word patriarchy, you should drink. drink. yeah, Or like a shot if you want to get... Oh my god, you'll be wasted by the end of the movie. Yeah. Maybe don't do that. Drink
1: responsibly, kids. (laughs) While Ken suddenly feels noticed, powerful, and cool, Barbie's harassed by men on the Venice boardwalk. Next time I get catcalled, I'm going to bark at them you should and i would love that i will do that i was thinking about that the other day it happens often yeah barbie learns her creator mattel doesn't have a current female ceo as she anticipated i loved that scene where she walks in and she's like where's the ceo and it's will smith no not will smith
0: oh my god (laughs) i was on board i was like yeah i was will smith (laughs) <laughs> Will Ferrell
1: <I'm> so sorry <laughs> you
0: So many Will's out there um, No
1: I loved <laughs> that scene When she walks in and she's so confused Why all these men are like She's like
0: where's the CEO It's like oh we had a CEO for two years That was a woman yeah, and then now it's a man.
1: Will Farrell, in fact.
0: <laughs> yeah, he was Will a great Smith. character. <laughs> uh,
1: though she had been under the impression that Barbie had made life better for girls and women in the quote-unquote real world, she's offered a rude awakening in the form of evisceration. Evisceration? I have no idea. Okay. From 13-year-old Sasha. There's no way that girl's 13. She really had a lot to say. She did. And great points. She should be on the podcast. She should be, Sasha. (laughs) She had a lot to say. She did. But also, like, you were a little mean. She was a little mean. But I understand why she was a little mean. I understand, but that's Barbie. Okay? No. That's your childhood. You made her cry. You did. She was nothing but nice to you. Poor Barbie. Sasha tells her that Barbie is bad for young people and that she sets problematic, unrealistic body standards.
0: Yeah, because that's her fault. She's a fucking doll, bitch. (laughs) It's not her fault that she's hot as hell. (laughs) Honestly, the fact that Margot Robbie is actually that hot in real life. Crazy. Crazy. Not fair. (laughs) I love Margot Robbie. It's funny that they broke the fourth wall and they were like, to this point, Helen Mirren comes in, to this point, we shouldn't have cast Margot Robbie in this role if we wanted to make this point. (laughs) of like, you know, women can be whatever they want. Exactly. But they had pregnant Barbie. (laughs) They had pregnant Barbie.
1: (laughs) Um, She also finds out from Sasha's mom, Gloria, that it's pretty tough to be a woman in the real world between being held to ridiculous expectations and facing glaring inequity, yet she begins to evolve and step into her own humanity, something that's more beautiful than anything she could have ever imagined in Barbie Land. This perfect storm ultimately leads to the battle of the sexes in Barbie Land. This script is anything but a fluffy two-hour commercial for a doll. It's bursting with feminist ideas and themes that with hope it will spur exciting educational Conversations between parents and kids about why we don't live in a world in which women have as much power as they do in Barbie land and why it is a problem for anyone, no matter their gender, to be made to feel like an accessory and more. Okay, NPR. No, that wasn't, that was parents.com. Oh, right, parents.com. <laughs> okay, parents.com. That was interesting that they brought that up because in some ways they're like, because... <laughs> I feel like when we watch it, it's very much like, yeah, go women. The women were wronged, blah, blah, blah. But at the same time, no one should feel like an accessory. And that's what the guys were feeling That like. that. I'm going
0: to get to that, too. Oh, I'm very excited. Yeah, I'm going to touch on it, though. But that's interesting to me is that they That's wanted, the point. Yeah. Yeah. They, they wanted just, to flip it. Yeah. Well,
1: both people can be wronged. Both genders. Or any gender, for that matter. Well, I think
0: their point was that women are in this movie in the place of ken women are the accessory not even just in movies and entertainment in hollywood for centuries no just in general like everywhere in in general in life the baby doll thing with women are are like told they have to be mothers like we are quite literally an accessory and like only recently have we been breaking out of things like body standards career advancement uh equal pay like Just general things, and then are still
1: working on equal pay. Yep,
0: and then you got women of color who are on a totally different battle Mm -hmm. because they have to battle two different things. Barbie's president was a I know I love that she was cool as fuck. That's another thing. Barbie had a lot of different colors, and that's real. I like that about Barbie. And I'm not. Oh, I actually do have the year when um the first black Barbie came out, and I'll I'll touch on that too. But yeah, I got off on a lot of tangents in my research. That's okay. I have
1: one more little thing to say that's uh, go watch the movie I obviously didn't break down the movie completely because we would be here for three hours but um, those were like the main points I wanted to get cro- get across I'm sure you have more. But in addition to its empowering messages, Barbie is making a feminist history as we speak. I know, I love that. The film raked in $162 million at the box office during its opening weekend. Wow. Although it would be nice to applaud the director, Greta Gerwig, I hope that's how- Greta Gerwig. Greta Gerwig. Okay, good, I said it right. For her achievements, without having to point to her gender, the fact that Barbie now holds the record for the biggest box office debut ever for a film directed by a woman. Oh, that's incredible. It's amazing. I didn't realize it was that
0: popular. I'm so glad they didn't have a man direct that.
1: Because, because they you know that's have. some
0: shit they would do. They sh- they would, but the fact that, so I will tell you about the history of how this got started, I don't think that was ever going to be in the cards for them. that Men were incorporated into this movie in, like, I think really key, important ways that really balance out the idea of feminism, because feminism isn't about women ha- should have everything well, it's the way that men do. Well, it's not about do. man-hating either. No, exactly. It's not about, like, we think men should have nothing. Like, it's about equalizing things and, like, maybe sometimes getting a little bit extreme to like prove a point mm-hmm. and that, i think that's what the barbie movie did and that's why people are so upset they're like oh why can't ken just drink beer and do what he wants like okay ken can do that but it's like there needs to be a place for everyone it's there like, needs to be 50 50 it's not just one-sided <laughs> Ken was the representation of women in this world. Mm -hmm. That's why when they went to the real world and Ken realized that men had all this power, he was surprised. And that's why, and then he went back to Barbie land and flipped the script. That's why if women from this world, I'm like, how stupid do you have to be not to get this point? It's a very simple metaphor.
1: Well, a lot of women don't get it.
0: Right. I don't understand. Whatever. Because they've never felt that way. Exactly. So women in this world would go to Barbie land and be like, why can't I have this? And it would be the same experience exact analogy. That's the point that they were trying to make. In my eyes, that's what I see it as. It's like, it's very obvious that the roles, the gender roles were just simply reversed. Yeah. Um,
1: yeah. But men will never
0: understand that because they've never been in a women's... It's like... Some some will, and I want to give those people credit, but like just the backlash that's happened from this movie, like come on, Plus, just... even even people we know, we've had conversations about this oh, movie, for and real. they just don't get it. And it's I like... love the argument. that's ah, not really my kind of movie. That it's like, okay, what do you mean by that? That's a red flag. If you're saying like, if you're sitting here being like, okay, yeah, Barbie's just not something I'm interested in. Like, okay, so you're not interested in the liberation of women? It's not even. It's not a. It's the reason you watch it is not exactly for Barbie. Margot Robbie
1: never had a Barbie when she was a kid. What? Yep. It's not about just Barbie. No. It's about the message that they're trying to get across. They're just using Barbie as it's a metaphor.
0: Yeah. I'm like, really guys, it's very simple. But go ahead and see Oppenheimer. <laughs> um, so I got a lot of my information from Vogue. Ooh. And she one of the I guess like writers did an interview with Margot Robbie, Greta Gerwig and Um, the person... Oh, America Ferreira, who plays Gloria. oh, amazing. I love her. Um, so there were previous attempts to make a Barbie movie. It just never got off the ground. And Amy Schumer was considered for the role. I've seen that. Also, Anne Hathaway. Anne Anne Hathaway. Hathaway, Which would have been a good one. I love Anne Hathaway, too. It would have been a good one. I honestly really love Margot Robbie, though. She has... Face for it. Facial
1: expressions. She's extremely... She's got an extremely animated face. Yes. I feel like Anne Hathaway would do beautifully. She would. But I don't think she's Barbie.
0: I don't think so either, because she plays that kind of like um, bad bitch or kind of undercover quiet girl. She could be President Barbie. She could have. She could have been another Barbie for sure. Yeah. One of the like friend Barbies. Absolutely. I could have seen her. Um, I guess they just never got off the ground. And in 2018, this is how old this idea is, Margot Robbie met with the CEO of Mattel about pitching Lucky Chap, the production outfit she runs with her friend, Josie McNamara. And her husband, Tom Ackerley, to Mattel. So they were using Lucky Chap as like a branding opportunity for making the Barbie movie. Wait, Margot Robbie's husband? Margot Robbie's husband is Tom Ackerley and her friend, Josie McNamara. McNamara, McNamara. I didn't know Margot Robbie was married. I guess so. Her husband. Yeah. Or maybe Josie's husband. I was about to say. I, I can't think she's tell. She's married. It's one of their husbands. Whatever. Whatever. Margot Robbie pitches this idea to him, to the CEO, by saying, we, of course, want to honor the 60-year legacy that this brand has, but we have to acknowledge that there are a lot of people who aren't fans of Barbie and, in fact, aren't just indifferent to Barbie. They actively hate Barbie and have a real issue with Barbie. We need to find a way to acknowledge that. And so, like, that's what you were saying about Barbie. was like, she's presented a lot of issues Mm -hmm. because she's not exactly timeless. Yeah. (laughs) So, after that... They had more meetings with Mattel and Warner Bros, and the meetings got bigger and bigger. It got kind of, like, got off the ground. And then Greta Gerwig, who said yes to the script, but only if she could write it with her partner, Noah Baumbach? Baumbach? I don't know. She said yes that she could write it, but she wanted to do it with her partner. And then she apparently just, like, roped her partner in without telling him Because <laughs> her partner was like, yeah, I found out after we were making the movie that that's I was a part cool of it. I know, it. I, I love that. There's also a man that was involved. Yeah, she was like, you're doing this with me. And he was like, okay. (laughs) Yeah, okay. (laughs) So Lucky Chap wanted Gerwig and Baumbach, I'm just going to go with that, that's the pronunciation we're going with, to have full creative freedom, and the project was described as very open and free. They also wrote the script during the pandemic and lockdown. So as you were sitting there eating Cheetos, watching TV, they were writing a whole Barbie script. Fun perspective. And then in an independent.co.uk article, Margot Robbie says to Gerwig, I won't be offended in the slightest. We could go to anyone. Whatever story you want to tell and whoever you want that to be, I support that. I've got skin in the game as a producer. I don't have skin in the game as an actor. So be free with that choice, trying to convince her to feel more open about casting Barbie not to be her because she didn't want to just assume that that was her role. And Gerwig responded with, shut up. I want to write this for you. But Robbie was initially unconvinced and said, I was like, you might feel pressured to say that, but, and we did the dance for a while. And then eventually I just accepted that she did want me to play the role and then she wrote it. So funny story. Um, whenever I went to the UK, we went to the Warner Brothers
1: um, studio tour for Harry Potter and apparently they were filming Barbie
0: very close.
1: No way. Yeah. Obviously I didn't see anybody or I didn't get to go over there, but they like, produced
0: that movie so fast if you were over there and they were still filming yeah i heard they were still filming that's crazy yeah they must have been doing last minute cuts i can't imagine anything else yeah well that's what the airbnb lady said she lived 10 minutes down the road that's so cool so if anyone would not know i didn't realize i shot that in the uk a lot of their sets were built in like real with real construction pieces Kind of like a theater set, which I thought was kind of cool. As Gerwig researched Barbie, she learned that all of the dolls are Barbie. All of them are Barbie, and Barbie is everyone. Philosophically, I was like, well, now that's interesting. The more she thought about it, the more multiplicity of Barbie suggested and a, quote, expansive idea of self that we could all learn from. To find characters, this is something interesting I found that Margot Robbie does. To find characters, Robbie uses quote, animal work, which is finding an animal that relates to the character. And she said her character in Babylon, which I have never seen that, but she's in a movie called Babylon was an octopus and a honey badger. And because the honey badger has square backs and thick skin. And when I tell you, I read this description of a honey badger. I pictured a turtle. (laughs) I was like, (laughs) do I even know what a honey badger is? And so I looked it up and I found this picture. Oh no. I
1: was like... I did not picture them looking this like honey that. badgers. Like, <laughs> I don't think I ever knew what a honey badger was. But
0: get this: and Margot Robbie says they're an insane animal. You can hit a honey badger with a machete. <laughs> did you know that? No, I was like, "What and is this fine? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like that's crazy. But she couldn't, to her point, or to this point, she couldn't find an animal for Barbie, Chihuahua. and she. Sorry, that's accurate. Thank you. That's pretty accurate. Well, now this ruins my whole That's point. That's because I'm a chihuahua. That's true. I you spot a chihuahua. other chihuahuas. <laughs> that was a, such a fast answer, too. So, she, I guess she never found the animal, though. She couldn't find an animal for Barbie, so she went on to unpacking her character more. She says, I'm like, okay, she's a doll. She's a plastic doll. She doesn't have organs. She doesn't have reproductive organs. If she doesn't have reproductive organs, would she even feel sexual desire? No. No, I don't think she could. Therefore, she is sexualized. But she could never be sexy. People can project sex onto her. Yes, she can wear a short skirt because it's fun and pink, not because she wanted you to see her butt. Interesting, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Very interesting analysis. The movie's arc is pretty inspired by something Gerwig read when she was a kid in the 1994 reviving Ophelia. I've never heard of this, but this part is, like, what really sent me into a whole tizzy thinking about this movie and, like, the whole plot and everything. Because Gerwig is the one who wrote the script for all of this. Yeah. With her partner, of course. But she said that the book describes an abrupt change that happens in American girls when they hit adolescence and begin to bend to external expectations. They're funny and brash and confident and then they just stop. They just stop. I was talking to somebody at work about this and it's like i i can think of every one of my friends myself i can think of other children that i know like you and me were both like this to just very like outward confident young people and this was i would say this is like 10 and below yeah it's very young where you're just like girls are just outward and funny and bubbly and people love it but then after a certain point something switches and even when you're young i remember just like Boys acting a certain way towards me and adults acting a certain way towards me it was very much about my appearance, mm-hmm. how cute I was, and boys were just mean for I don't know what reason. No, and he you. no, they didn't. They were mean. To me, at least, I had bad experiences where they were just mean. They did not like me. I was, like, the target of bullying for yeah. boys specifically, not even girls. I was later for girls, but, like, and, and that's another point. It's like, everybody hates women, there's no there's no one excluded. It's like women hate women. Women hate women. And men hate women. So it's like that's just our culture. It just breeds like this hate for women and then we hate ourselves eventually. Mm. And then she just like she says that the memory bubbled up early in the writing and Gerwig found it quote jarring that the realization that this is where the story had to go quote how does this journey or how is this journey the same thing that a teenage girl feels all of a sudden she thinks oh I'm not good enough and that's really sad I have chills I know because it's true it is true at some point you really just question like what's wrong with me well like the the
1: really the ticking time bomb for me was being bullied by girls
0: yeah not even by guys that's the worst specifically girls it's the worst to be bullied by other women you really Mm -hmm. think what's wrong with me then yeah and I think of like all the young girls that I know like my friends kids because people in my age group have kids now weird and I think about them and they're like the kids that I know are like maybe 17 and below eight ranging in ages and I think of how they're so sparky and like fun and combative and competitive and just funny and they say whatever is on their mind and, like, how they're just not going to do that, uh, not because of anything that I can control, they're just going to stop doing it Mm -hmm. at some point. And, like, also, I find that a lot of mothers in parenting even enforce some of these things without knowing it. Yeah. It's very interesting how it all plays out.
1: Well, I mean, a lot of people will raise their kids the way they were raised because they're learning things from their own parents.
0: And I guess the other edge of that sword is that women, like, pass the torch on to their daughters when they do have daughters it like um you can see that generational like jump the yeah. leap and they do that and that's what they said in the barbie movie is like you can really look back and see how far you've come and like me and my sister can look back at my mom and her mom and see that and like i'm sure you can do the same where it's like wow i can see that generational gap there and like how far i really have walked and how my mom has encouraged me to do that and how her mom did that but like they are who they are and they're in that version of their life but they're proud of you like Mm -hmm. for really overcoming some of those things i
1: look at my grandma and like i listen to how she talks and that woman will say anything on her mind she will but you know what she'll do it in the classiest way
0: and I love that. And it doesn't always have to be classy. No. Sometimes it's but messy. She, Sometimes it's messy. She
1: will say it in the most, like, sophisticated sophisticated way that I I will say the same thing, but I will sound like a bitch because I don't care. Right. But I love but that. But I was raised differently than my grandma.
0: Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah, there's, like, a lot of older women I've met that just, that were born kind of around the 50s or earlier, and... They, they like feel the need to please people with everything they say, and even if they are kind of like a like hard person, badass woman, yeah. If they're like that, they'll still do it in this kind of motherly, caring way. Mm-hmm. I find that interesting. Like yeah. how, and you look at Gen Z and those girls coming out today. It's like the lines between gender are honestly so blurred now. Yeah. It's kind of interesting to see that change. People are still alive that were very much in that 50s mindset. And then there are people today that are just, like, ungendered. It's crazy. And they're teaching each other. Yeah. They really are. They have a lot to learn from each other. I'm not even in either of those generations. And I'm kind of in the middle. I love hanging out with older people. I do, too. That's my favorite. I love learning from all kinds of people. Yeah, and they tell me their stories about their lives. And, like, So cool so cool we really do have so much to learn being in the middle is kind of fun yeah so in asking gerwig how she and robbie defined ken's energy she cannot formulate a response without laughing (laughs) gerwig says the kens have a journey in front of them in the beginning of the movie nobody thinks about ken nobody worries about ken ken doesn't have a house or a car or a job or any power and um that is going to be sort of unsustainable where does ken go at night just beach we don't know and we don't care because when have they ever cared when have they ever cared about women in these these kinds of movies they're just the arm candy you know it's like it's a point to be made but I do wonder but the fact I I guess because I'm a woman but they point it out in this movie and they they don't mean to just make Ken this arm candy that's why they address the whole topic of it you know that's why they bring it around full circle and really try and uplift Ken to find his identity it's because that's what women have wanted men to do for them Mm -hmm. for so long yeah because it's like, oh, we'll just pull yourself up by the bootstraps. But it's like, no, I have to, like, claw my way up because you refuse to help me. You refuse to lift me up with being the person in power. It's like, now you're going to make me do it? Like, that's going to make it so much harder for me, who's all the way down here to do that. It's like, that's what women have wanted from men, is to just help equalize things. And it's like, we are willing to fight for that, but it's now so much fucking harder now that you just, like, refuse to do that. Yeah. And it's like, that's what the Barbie movie is trying to explain at the end when they're like, Ken, find yourself. Like, It's not in me. I am not your sole purpose. You find it. That's your job as a person. It's giving Ken agency over his identity. That's the best gift you can give to somebody who's struggling with something like that. Is their own choices? Yeah. Um, I just I found that really meaningful that Gerwig said it's unsustainable. That's the point of the movie. It's not to be sustainable. That Ken has nothing, no power, no car, no house. That's not the point. No. That's not what women want. That's not what the movie's trying to say. It's saying that we we they need the same
1: what we have. We, yes. We all need the same. Yeah. Because we're all just fucking humans. It doesn't matter if I have a vagina and you have a penis feminism is equality yeah that's what it's about and the fucking barbies and
0: kens don't even have genitals so you know what they literally don't yeah i thought it was interesting that they pointed out it was like barbie doesn't have reproductive sex organs and it was like yeah what an interesting take on a female character in this feminist movie who you can't argue that like control over her body necessarily Mm -hmm. with yeah right also side note this
1: is gonna be great for ryan gosling's career The fact that he was in this movie and did an amazing job is going to show a lot for his character. Oh, my God. In general, him as a person is going to show a lot. Like, oh, shit, you're over here being a feminist and we fucking love you.
0: I loved him so much more after seeing that movie. Yeah, me too. God, if women didn't already love Ryan Gosling. (laughs) Sorry, I think he's beautiful, but he's not really like my physical attractive type yes, i guess i
1: understand i understand a lot of people don't think he's that attractive. really at least my age i feel yeah, a lot of people don't i don't feel I that way. he is so fine huh. but i already liked him like as a person but then when we saw this movie and i just 10 notches up man
0: yeah yeah it's true i mean like i feel like the approach i take to men is like okay they're attractive and so what until they prove that their personality is interesting so to how me men look at Women. right right no exactly though i don't think there's anything wrong with that no. it's like ryan gosling hadn't done anything besides being the notebook for me and like maybe some action la movies la land well la- i haven't seen la la land me actually there but i know he was in it yeah he was in that movie i like Emma stone i should watch that but he hadn't done anything to me that was outstanding yet and then doing the barbie movie really made me realize that okay he's interesting in diversifying his roles he's interested in being a part of like social movies like this yeah Um, yeah he plays his career really well and his personality fits he did a great job as Ken I think he did a great job I have some fun facts yay so they wanted to cast Gal Gatto as Barbie I don't even know who that is from she was in Wonder Woman she was Wonder Woman No, I'll show you. I'll show you a picture. She's incredibly beautiful, and she has this like timeless beauty that's just very down to earth and whatever. So that's why she they wanted to cast her as Barbie. And she, I think, before even Margot Robbie was gonna be Barbie, but she was unavailable, so Mm. she wasn't Barbie. She's just like this very tall woman. She's I wonder if she
1: would have auditioned,
0: and I wonder if they would have still went for Margot Robbie or not. Margot Robbie was, I think, like in in margot robbie's opinion was a back burner to galgado i think that she was only going to be barbie if greta wanted her to be um and then in that scene that you were talking about the dawn of woman sequence in the beginning Mm -hmm. the swimsuit robbie wears during that is a replica of the one worn by the very first barbie doll in 1959 i knew i recognized it cool right very cool same exact one very cool and then Mattel introduced the first Ken doll in 1961, so that was what, like 60, 61. Okay, so it was it was very shortly after. Yes, very shortly. They introduced the first Ken doll <laughs> in 1961. I shouldn't have tried with the math. It's okay. In response to letters demanding that Barbie get a boyfriend,
1: <laughs> isn't that crazy? That's ridiculous.
0: I know. And then Mattel didn't introduce a black Barbie until 1980 so i guess that's more gross. of a math jump i won't attempt 20 years, 20 years from crazy that. how Great. far away that was yeah it was like yeah barbie can get a boyfriend in two years but it's gonna take 20 to get a black barbie doll gross yeah ridiculous that's kind of the end of my fun facts interesting yeah anyway i loved that movie so good adored that movie yeah it has something for everyone. It's funny. It'll make you cry. There were dads in the audience laughing. So oh my gosh, if that yeah. tells you anything. Yeah, uh,
1: people brought their kids. Yeah, it was for everyone. It's not just for you know kids who had Barbies or kids who have Barbies. It yep. was. It's for everybody. That's why it did so good in the
0: box office. Yeah, and the fact that it was so socially prominent mm-hmm. and nostalgic. It was nostalgic. Yep. Yeah, it really grew like in audiences it was
1: for everybody really was well if you want some more content and you're waiting for us to come out with our next episode you can ever head over and see our friends tim and lewis on the almost everything podcast tell them maddie and rachel sent you we love them they're awesome they have 57 episodes out now um go go say hey um again that's the almost everything podcast where they talk about almost everything (laughs) I had to put it in there. I there didn't I know at the beginning. Anyway, if you would like to support us in any way, head over to our Instagram and follow us there at Chew and Swallow the Podcast. Follow us there also on TikTok at Chew and Swallow the Podcast. Um, if you would like to donate, you could go to www.paypal.com slash paypalme slash chewandswallow. Anything counts, honestly. Even just your lessons are enough for us. We really love doing this. It's really not for you. It's for us, but... <laughs> <laughs> but I love, I love recording. I think
0: it's so fun. We do this for fun so we can schedule time to hang out with each other. Yeah. And it works. It works. It's amazing. (laughs) We're still going to do it after I move. Did I say that? I'm moving. Maddie is moving. Yeah.
1: It's very sad. Yeah. It's really sad. I'm going to cry like a baby, but it's fine because it's going to be amazing. And you're going to be a boss, bitch. Literally a boss. Literally a boss. She's going to be Awesome. Getting her little pants suits and everything. Oh my God, the pants suits. Absolutely go to PayPal now and donate for Maddie's <laughs> pants suits. Oh my God, please. So she could
0: be looking like a bad bitch. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's going to be bittersweet, but we're going to still do the podcast. We will. We're going to figure out a way. There's tons of ways. There's tons of ways to do it. People yeah. do it all the time. Yeah. But right. thank you for your listens. We love you. Bye.